Hey, how we doing? How we doing? How we doing? How's everybody doing? Serious question. Um, yeah, it's Tuesday. It's 8.30 in the morning. So, um, I'm going to answer some of you guys' questions. Uh, it has been told to me via email that this is like the one year anniversary or it's, it's been a year since I started this, which is kind of, kind of crazy. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> it's been, it's been hard at times to get it done. And, it, and it's, there's been a couple weeks where I wasn't able to release one, but I feel like there are really good reasons for all of them. Two of them were two weeks for vacation. I can almost count them two weeks for vacation. Um, a couple were on the road and just unable to, to post anything, but, um, it's been, it's been great. It's been so great. I'm going to answer some of your questions today. Uh, cause I haven't in a little while and there are a few. So thanks to all the new, um, Patreon newcomers. I appreciate you very, very much. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Let's see here. Monette has a lot of questions. I'm sorry. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Monette or Monet. I think it's Monet. Um, so long one. Is it okay if I read the whole thing? I think it's okay. So hi, Jesse. I'm a newish listener to the podcast, new Patreon supporter and longtime Carbon Leaf fan. Sorry that I'm a little late to join in, but it's taken me a bit to adapt to listening to podcasts and several months of coping with my hellish commute in Philly to really get my ear, uh, that was in um, brackets, and uh, to really get my ear adapted to my routine down for listening. <clears throat> I've really enjoyed the episodes. I especially think you have great comfort on the mic and asking great questions with honest, in-depth responses. I try. Thank you. Um... This episode that I'm listening to now with you and Brandon talking about fame, uh, Boni Vare, etc., has really exemplified what I enjoy about the podcast. It's a great conversation with interesting perspectives. I love that the guests seem relaxed and open to talk. Yeah, so I really um, those are some of my favorites when I got to sit down with Brandon again, and um, because Brandon has like a really great. He has a really great point of view and kind of sense about music. And it's like, and he knows like a lot of, of the history of a lot of different types of music, but, um, specifically, you know, pop music, hip hop and, and all that. It's, it's just great to sit down with him and have these like in-depth conversations about, um, about that kind of thing and the history and where we think it's going. And, um, I really, I really like those episodes. So thank you. Thanks for listening to those. Um, <clears throat> she wanted to send out a couple questions. She's only on episode 15. So you got a little ways to go. Um, I'm going to email her and let her know that we're, we're answering these questions today. But um, I noticed that you're approaching or recently passed the one year day of doing the podcast. Um, so I'm curious to hear your retrospective and how the process has been. What surprised you the most about the process and what was harder, easier than you expected? Has it been easier having friends, fellow music slash fellow musicians agree to the show now that you've been in the process for a little while? 
Has there been any difficulties in recording, editing the show while balancing being on tour and doing your solo gigs? Um, I'm just going to take these one at a time. So the first one is, uh, what surprised you the most about the process and what was harder or easier than you expected? So the thing, the hardest part about it was just getting started. Um, I kind of had, I had some of the gear, but I needed to like buy a bunch of stuff like the microphones. Um, I didn't want to half-ass it. So I went and I went out and kind of, you know, spent a lot of money at Guitar Center and got all the stuff that I needed. And I still, you know, there's thing, other things that, um, that I'll still need that will just take time. Like my computer is pretty old, so I'm going to upgrade that probably in the next year or so. Um, but anyway, other, other than that, it was just kind of coming up with a concept, um, <clears throat> knowing which hosting website would be the best for me. And I don't necessarily know that I made the right decision on that, but I know that, um, what, what I'm doing now is working. So, um, other than that, it's like figuring out design things. Like I'm, um, we're working on a new design for the, uh, for the, the, the pot, like the show. Um, you know, it's the white, it's the picture of me with the stuff in my hands looking all surprised. Um, which I love that picture that was taken by, uh, Dan, Dan Mills, wife, Sasha Israel. Um, <clears throat> I love that picture, but we're, I'm going to try to do something new. And the next whole thing is to, um, you know, have some t-shirts made. I got, I got some, uh, I got stickers and, and some fridge magnets that'll be available at some carbon leaf shows coming up. But, um, other than that, it's just trying to find the time to, to, uh, to just get it going and just sit down and like really have time to think about how I want the show to be heard. And obviously you're hearing it through your speakers, through wherever you listen to podcasts. But what I mean by that is that I just, I want to create some kind of vibe in the show and, and have it be uh, interesting and not, try not to talk about things that no one will care about. Um, it is a little bit specialized, but I, I kind of want to try to, uh, <clears throat> reach out to a lot of diff different people. And early on, like there were different, like the show was recorded in a different way. And, and I would, um, you know, kind of control the music coming in and out. And I experimented with podcasting, like playing songs and then also, like analyzing the songs within the podcast, but it just got, I couldn't even like listen to it myself. Cause I was, I was like, it just felt kind of forced and fake to me. And maybe I'll do that again in a, in a better way. <clears throat> but, um, I think the next thing that I'd like to try to do is, uh, is perform with, with my guests. And that's kind of, that's an idea that Carter, Carter Gravit had, um, which I think is really good, but I think it, uh, I've seen it done before in ways that I didn't really like. Um, but I'd like to do it in, uh, you know, in, in a way that is cool for the show. Um, you know, I'd like to perform some of my songs on the show, um, because pe some people have expressed some interest in hearing that and that's cool and that's all well and good, but there's also, you know, thousands of other people that don't care <laughs> about about that or want to hear it but 
we'll see we'll see what happens um that's a that's a good question uh has been easier having friends fellow musicians agree to the show well now that there's a following behind it it's a little people will kind of contact me it's been hard to uh schedule interviews um you know, right now I'm a little bit behind. I haven't done one in a little bit, but I'm, I'm using, you know, a bank of ones that I have, that I have finished in previous weeks. Um, <clears throat> and that's kind of how you have to do it. Um, you know, with, with the next question or with one of the question, the time and the difficulties recording and editing, that's just like, um, yeah, it's just, it's really all just time. It's just not having, having the time. And then, when, you know, there's sometimes I just don't, I don't feel like doing, it. it's not that I don't want to do it. It's that I'm too tired or I'm on the road and just like the conditions are bad. Like we're moving and I don't want to look down on my screen for hours at a time and edit things. And that's, that's just kind of lame and, um, and not super fun to do. I get car sick, but, um, I mean, I love talking to the people on the show. Um, it's made it very comfortable for me, which is, I, I hope, I hope that I've gotten better at it and talking to people. Um, a big thing I want to fix is sometimes I'll cut people, like I'll cut off a thought and, um, and I won't let the full idea develop, which is what I really want. But sometimes I'll get in my head. It's like, all right, we need to move on to another topic. But I think I, you know, when I listen back to episodes, I, I feel as though it's like, oh man, we could have went a little longer on that. That that would have been that would have been cool. So it's all it's all a learning process, and that's happened throughout the whole year. <clears throat> um, uh, have there been any difficulties in recording, editing the show? Yeah, editing is just finding the time to edit the shows is tough. Is very very tough um, because I I want to do it the right way. I mean, depending on who the guest is, I always go on on iTunes, like I'm a Spotify guy, but I always go on iTunes and I purchase the albums and I go through the songs and I, I try to find a good song that's appropriate for the intros and the outros. And, um, there's just a lot of time and thought that goes into it. You know, or, or I try, I try to put a lot of time and thought into it. And there are other times where it's like, okay, um, you know, I can't really do that because I'm limited on time, but it's been the editing is is the uh, is where is where it gets tough. I know there's a lot of people that uh, that think that I don't take anything out just because I leave the part in that says, "Oh yeah, I'll take that out later." But I it's it's part of the joke. Like I I take out what I wanted to take out, but I leave that part in. Um. <clears throat> so let's see. Um, how have fan interactions changed since you started the podcast? Do you get more detailed questions or stories, um, more that you're sharing a bit more about yourself through the show? Yes. Yes. It's been great because like, um, you know, being the new guy in a band, it's, it's hard. It can be a, like a hit on your ego a bit. Um, especially mine. Like I, I definitely have an ego. I have checked it a lot over the last, 10 years or so it was way worse 10 years ago or you know even five years ago but now it's just like i want to play i want to do the best i can and the ego pops up when i sometimes when i like least expect it and 
it's not, I try to keep it like in the back, in, in the background, but sometimes it, it pokes its head forward and then, and I can recognize it now. That's the problem before you don't recognize it and then I'll talk and then I'll sound cocky or, or whatever when it's really, you know, I'm either being sarcastic or just trying to make a joke or something. But, um, yeah, the ego is, is, uh, is pretty, is a pretty tough thing to deal with and get in check and to realize that you have an issue with it. Um, and I, I don't know if I necessarily had an issue, but sometimes it would just poke its head out a little bit further than I would like. Um, but fan interactions have been great. I've, there's been so many of you. I mean, look at, look at you guys in the Patreon support. Like it's just, you guys have been so fantastic and you ask fantastic questions and it's really kind of bridged the gap between how us as musicians on stage are perceiving things on stage and, and enjoying things or, um, not enjoying things, but like, and how we can kind of see things through, I can kind of see through things through your eyes a little bit. So that's helped me a lot. Not having like, <clears throat> you know, musician's brain, I guess you can call it like just, just thinking that everything you're doing is fine because you're, you're feeding your musical, whatever. And I mean, it's just, it's just better to see it through your eyes because then I can think that way. It's like, all right, what would they want to hear? You know, how, how are they responding to things? What are the things that they're noticing on stage that I'm not noticing? Um, <clears throat> so yeah. And, and there's been, there's been negative fan interactions, you know, um, people that might not listen to the show. You know, I had one person come up to me after a show this past weekend and uh and it's none of it's none of you that listen to the show so don't worry don't worry about it we're in the trust tree here but guy comes up to me and goes oh look you come back come back from behind the drums playing a little guitar yeah you're only playing bar chords but you know it's cool to see i was like listen bud <laughs> like play guitar for a long time and sang for a long time i'm a musician like it's like such a slap in the face to say like, Oh, look at him. Look at him playing the guitar out there. That's nice. It's like, duh, duh. that definitely rubbed me the wrong way, but that's a, uh, that's a fan interaction. That's something that like, that's like a new guy thing. So, you know, or, or people that think that drummer jokes are funny and yeah, a lot of them are funny. They are. But when people like take them as truth, it's kind of crazy. And and, and, uh, off putting <clears throat> anyway, thank you so much, uh, Monette. And you told, you told me how to pronounce it in the end. So that's great. It's like Annette, but Monette, not Monet, like the painter for radio purposes. Thank you so much. Um, those are really, those are really good questions. Let's see. Moving on. <laughs> Gonna make my way through. Oh, so, uh, so Jessica, um, I don't, I don't, you know, I try not to say last names on here. So, so Jessica wrote me some questions and a lot of them are lyric questions. So I don't really have the answers to those, to these lyric questions, but I will read them out loud. You guys can your, let your imaginations go wild on what you think the answers are, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, uh, We'll see what I can come up with for answers. But a lot of these are Barry questions. And Barry and I have talked about having him 
having him on here to talk about some stuff, but he, uh, he talk about busy people. He's, it's tough to kind of pin down for an hour. Um, <clears throat> and also I live in the, in the Northeast and so if, it would be easier if I was down there, there'd be more time. But anyway, hi, Jesse. I've been enjoying your podcast a lot. Thank you. I'm working my way through the past episodes, but definitely makes my commute more bearable in the morning. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have terrible commutes, man. My wife is one of them. She's commuting right now. So anyway, I had a couple of song related questions. I wondered if you would address at some point, there are apropos of nothing or they are apropos of nothing. I can't read just some stuff I was wondering about. First, was the song Pink inspired by anyone in particular or a specific situation? As a cancer survivor myself, that's great. Congratulations. That's amazing. Cancer survivor myself, I've found it especially meaningful. So I wondered if there was a story behind it. Um, well, I don't want to like... I know, I mean, Barry, Barry's mother passed away of cancer. Um, so I'm just going to go with that as as it being the as it being the, um, the inspiration for that, you know, we don't really play that song. I haven't played that song with the band since, since I joined the band, which has been a couple years now, a little over a couple years now. So, um, I take that for what it's worth. I don't really read in, read into it too much. It might be a difficult song to perform or, or sing. Um, but that's my answer to that. You know, maybe we can talk to Barry a little bit about it on the show. Um, I'm going to save this for, for later, at, actually, uh, just so I <clears throat> have a reference. But second, I have a burning lyric question. Um, I've been listening to Nothing Rhymes with a Woman for years, and I always thought the line in Another Man's Woman was a penchant for pain. But in the 2016 re-recording, the lyric reads a penchant for pain. And it sounds like, and it sounds like it too, which frankly doesn't make much sense to me. Sorry, I was an English major. Um, was the lyric changed? Is it a typo? Or have I been hearing it all wrong all these years? <clears throat> Inquiring minds want to know. Um, I think you've been hearing it wrong for, for all those years. Uh, it's definitely pension for pain. Um, I don't know what it means either. I, I, I'm like... I constantly tell people that I, you know, lyrics for me is not the first thing that I listen to when I listen to songs. I've been doing that more often now, um, in, in, in past years, like actually playing with Stephen Kellogg had really, I mean, he's so far in, in the spectrum of like, um, you know, what you hear is what you get really. It's like, it's very it's very out there and truthful and organic like that. So you you don't have to read a a ton into it all the time, in my opinion. Um, But, you know, I know Barry uses like a lot of metaphor and, um, you know, things like that. So I don't necessarily, you know, some of it goes over my head, but, um, and also, yeah, just just learning the songs kind of after way after they had been written. It's not really my, um, you know, I don't really dig super deep. Maybe I should. Maybe that would be a maybe that'd be a good thing to do. Dig a little bit deeper in. But <clears throat> so like pension for pain. 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's, you know, this is ridiculous. Me trying to do this, but analyze lyrics. Um, maybe it's just, you keep, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. (laughs) Oh man. That's funny. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. It's a great question, but I'm again, I'm going to save them. I'm going to remember that these are here. So, okay. Last question. Would you guys ever consider doing a fan voted set list again? That was great fun last year, even though it was kind of painful trying to narrow down the choices to only 15 songs. Yes. Honestly, though, I'm happy to hear. Oh, wait, 15. I thought it was like 50 songs or something. Like, didn't we play 20 a night? I don't know. I am not so sure about this. It was 15, because I know we kind of like set a limit on it, um, because I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm happy to hear anything y'all want to play. Thanks so much. Looking forward to the show in Leesburg. Oh, so we just saw you. Um, yes, yes, we just saw you. I, I remember. I remember this. Um, yeah, I think we would definitely do a fan voted set list again absolutely that was fun it was stressful but it was really fun it was mostly stressful for me because some of the songs i had never even heard the names of the songs before so i was like really starting from square one which is fine i'm always happy to do that um but you know it definitely takes you out of your comfort zone which i think is a is a good place to live outside your comfort zone. I think it's, it's a, it's a way to grow. And and I think we got a lot out of that show. I don't know if we'll do it, do it again. Like we did that time. Um, I know we're playing at the Hamilton again, and I'm not sure if we'll do a fan voted set list at the Hamilton. Um, but that's a little ways away. And, uh, I don't really know the plans for that, but Jessica, thank you so much for these great questions. Um, even though I couldn't really answer them, Uh, but hopefully I will be able to get them answered soon. Andrea, what you got, Andrea? Love podcasts and the banter between you and John when you have him on. Just had a question to throw in your mailbag last night, Baltimore. Oh, this is funny. Last night at Baltimore, towards the end of the show, you started at, you started the beginning of Donnie Brook affair and John looked over at you and flipped you off. Was there a reason or just because? Um, Yes, there was definitely a reason. And you can see interactions like this between me and John throughout the show. But a lot of times we're in the back and um, you can't, it's tough to see. But at the end of, I believe it happened at the end of the boxer. So there's like a a little cue that I kind of started doing, um, at the end of the boxer that caught everyone by surprise. And I try to recreate that every now and then when we go, it's specifically when we go into Donnie Rook affair. So, um, I think I just did something that caught him that caught him by surprise and that he, he didn't follow. Um, not that he didn't follow. It would have been impossible to follow what I was doing. It was just kind of, cause we hadn't done that transition in a while. So I probably screwed it up or whatever, but, um, he looked at me and, and he was like, Oh, and he, and he flicked me off. He was like, fuck you. Um, which was pretty funny. <clears throat> so that made the rest of that song pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, that's what that was. Uh, Katie. Hello, Jesse. It was great to see you guys on Friday. Hope you're feeling all better and have had a lovely time at the baby shower. 
yes, we did have a lovely time in the baby shower. It was fantastic. I have the kids room is filled with shit right now. It's like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a little stupid. Um, but we have a lot of love for that kid already. Um, Eric and I were chatting on the drive home Friday night and discussion led me to this question. What are your thoughts when you look out and see a bunch of cell phones out in the audience? And what type of fan are you when you're attending a show? Do you have your cell phone out a lot um, to record video and take pictures, capture the memories, or do you prefer to tuck those moments away in your memory? You know, I don't really have a big, I don't have a problem with it. If people are taking pictures or taking video, that's like, that's a compliment in my opinion. I take, I do take pictures and sometimes like if, you know, if I'm at a show and they're playing like one of my favorite songs, I'll take a little video of it just to remember. I will probably not watch that video like maybe ever, <laughs> but sometimes I do and I'll go back or when I'm scrolling through my pictures, I like to scroll through my past pictures in my phone um, because they're there. They're all there. So, and, and the nice thing about like Google photos or even Facebook is like they have the memory, the memories and stuff, which are, which are cool. Um, and that's, and that's a great way to like, look back on. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I do have a problem. If, if you're taking like Snapchat videos or Instagram videos, you know, when you hit next or when it starts playing over and over again, and then the sound is on and like, there's like a quiet moment in the show. Say we're doing, say we're doing a song at the end of the show, front of the stage, all acoustic. And then you hear like, you know, like the sound from the phone that they just recorded something. You gotta like, you gotta have that on in check. You know, that's, that's, there's no excuse for that. Um, or if, you know, the lights are so, it's so dark, like we can barely see anyone when we're on stage, you know, whether it's the, the hazer or the lights or whatever. But if we can definitely see when you, you pull up your phone, it like illuminates your face and we can tell that you're texting. So it's just like so obvious. It's obvious. Um, but it is it's fine to take pictures or video. That's great. I mean, I prefer myself. I prefer to just watch and like take it in and enjoy it. But I feel like for fans and stuff, it's more about the song that they're hearing and they're like, Oh, I love this song. I want to get it on. I want to get a video of them playing it live, which is awesome. We use a lot of that's like I use, I go back to Instagram or Facebook and I watch all those videos. I watch them all because I want to know how we sounded. So I think it's great. I think someone's got to do it. Thanks, Katie. That's a good question. Um, Yeah, that's, that's it. I hope I didn't, this was, this was longer than I thought it was going to be. So yeah, thank you everybody for all your questions. Thank you so much to everyone that um, sent us something for the baby. Uh, We, I mean, that's, that's so above and beyond and, and just, just amazing. I'm, I'm just blown away, um, by, by how, how great you all are and, uh, supportive and that's re- it's just very, very sweet. Um, so 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Really appreciate that. We're on tour, 10th, Syracuse, New York, uh, Fairfield, Connecticut on the 11th, 12th, Concord, Concord, New Hampshire, 13th, Rockport, Massachusetts at the Shailen Lou. That'd be cool. Uh, 14th in Shirley, Mass, 15th, uh, Port Washington, New York. Those are the dates. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think I don't have anything else. I've been talking for a long time. So please, if, uh, if you are so inclined, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash after the gig, send me an email at after the gig pod at gmail.com. And I will see you on the road. Love ya. Bye. Took too many pills again. I took too many pills again. Blacked out for a week, didn't eat, didn't sleep, came to hit it all again. She's probably gonna be pissed. She's probably gonna be pissed. Throw my shit in the yard to keep my car if I show up to her house like this. Oh. It was a dark December Not even angels came around And I was too stoned to remember Come too far to turn back now Come too far to turn Far to turn back now.